just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Yo, 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 and welcome back to the A Show episode 112. Shout out to 112. Ooh. We can we the, can get it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was gonna say we, I was gonna say peaches and cream, but you did it you had a way better pronounced. Because I used that last night on Twitter. I said um, in my moral, or actually in my unnamed NXT commentator voice, like you know, like 112. You can get it anywhere. <laughs> Because, like, moral, moralisms are just so easy, and it's so fun, and I get why he does it now. Moro, who returned to NXT last week, but of course, you are here on the A-Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Justin, here with Meals. Meals, I made a terrible decision right before we got on air. Okay, what, why, where, what, I what? Ate, I ate pizza. <clears throat> okay, and but you know you're... Your 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 lactose like you can't eat much yeah. cheese. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But let me tell you something. Pizza's so good you ignore it. I honestly there huh. there are some things I don't think I'm fully like lactose like maybe not extreme, but at some point it's also like I probably shouldn't be eating this. But then food is so delicious and it just has dairy in it. <laughs> I just had to man. I mean I feel you. I feel you that. How how are you enjoying your day, sir? Um, I'm good, man. I, I was feeling a little under the weather, which, uh, you know, of course, goes into me just chilling, eating pizza, uh, watching the dog, Roman. Big fan of you, Mills. He loves you. He loves your voice. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a, that's a first. That's a first. I did, I did um, half of the It's a Challenge podcast last week by myself. It was a very interesting experience because that's the first time I've done it by myself. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard the, the episode. I, I thought that you held it down very well. I appreciate it. You know, I, that was very nerve wracking, but then I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like I legitimately went for like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I would rather not, but (laughs) I can't remember. Remember I was doing 55 minute broadways (laughs) by myself. I don't like Like three (laughs) to TBH. Like to me for all the driving podcasters of the future, um, who may not have someone they readily, want to do it with i say if you're going to speak by yourself do it for 30 minutes or less don't uh i'm always i'm I'm always weird about like i remember listening to could i should can i say his name i don't know i remember you listening to the sam roberts podcast and you'd be talking yeah. to himself he's cool we, i i i i really i mess with sam roberts we we uh we chopped it up we we hung out a little at the 2k event uh two oh months that's ago. cool he, he's a, you know he's a cool i blocked guy. him right oh wow for the bianca stuff yeah I blocked him. I get it. I get it. It was a work, but also eh, at the time we were real sensitive. It was a real sensitive period. It was sensitive. I'll just say this: I haven't unblocked him, so I haven't really felt any 
strong way or the other about him. But I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. If you say he's a great guy, I'm taking your word for it. I trust yeah, he's your, cool. your I trust your sensibility on people. He's mad cool. He's mad cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that singular podcast, especially like if you're doing a singular wrestling podcast, I think like Solo Monster does it by itself. Mm. And that's all that's always like he he has the, the personality to kind of carry it. He has a voice to carry it too. He's got a really great like radio voice, you know. Right. But like not everybody can do it, you know. So yeah. I agree. I agree. Listen, striving podcasters of the world, find a friend. You'll uh you'll enjoy it a lot better. Yeah. Uh let's let's just bring people up to speed. So according to what we said last week, <clears throat> we will be doing our year end shows. It'll be two episodes. Uh from the 18th to surprisingly Christmas Day, which is when it's gonna run. It's gonna run. But you're not gonna be doing anything Christmas Day. I'm pretty sure people will listen. Um, yeah, nah, of course not. I mean, even if we I think no, I think we're gonna run that show. It should be the day before Christmas, right? Oh, actually, no. Oh, we report, it would be the day of Christmas. We do yeah. drop on Wednesdays and not mm-hmm. Tuesdays. You're so right. Yeah. Um yeah, why not? Early, get your, you know, you're fixing an early Kwanzaa gift, as I would say. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have already started filling out the list. I don't know if you, I've sent you the I've not touched the list yet. I've been okay. doing a lot. I've been, you know, it's just been a lot going on. So I haven't done it yet. Understandable. I, I will coordinate this year's year in festivities. How about that? Sounds good. So I've started filling them out already. Uh, last year's was quite interesting already just reading through it this year is going to be a hundred percent interesting just looking at the fact that our, our wrestler like your wrestler of the year from last year meals is now heel and <laughs> hey i think yours was like bordering a heel wasn't it like at the, at the time he was yeah <laughs> yours was. was just kind of a maniac um yeah, he was he was uh and just you know filling out this year is going to be really interesting right? there's going to be a really uh controversial a lot of controversial picks here um, but yeah, be on the lookout next week. We will begin. I, th- I think we should begin with, uh, all of our super, like our superlatives, a like best wrestler, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then on the, on the Christmas day, we'll do biggest moments, wrestler, uh, best match of the year, best pay-per-view of the year, all that stuff. Right. I listen, I am fine with anything you lay out for me, sir. Okay. My brain is going like 68 miles per minute, uh, right now. So well, We'll we'll we will have the full rundown for you guys um, by next week on our year end. We might even have some guests, so Ooh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for go. that. But let's get into no holds barred. A lot of comings and goings <laughs> this week in the world of WWE. I, you know what? I like to kind of change your pace. It's just you know sometimes in the wrestling world. Not to say that I you know I am in favor of people getting fired. Um, <laughs> These people. things had to go. These guys had to but go. But some people have to go, you know? Yeah. It's not enough room for everybody. We can't keep complaining about the same people not being used. Some people just got to go. They just got to go. And some it, it may be better for their career, honestly. I feel like everyone in 2019, if you leave the WWE, your first thought is like, I'm going on a career renaissance. Um, and, you know, some people just got to go. Some people got to stay too. So, you know, yeah. we're, yeah, we got a lot of, this is a big revolving door of what's going on right now. So let's start with the stayings. Okay. Uh, big one here, because uh, I think we were both bummed out about this uh, about a week ago. Oni Lorkin, uh, oh the former Biff Busick, has re signed with the WWE. 
Uh, he he let it be known last weekend, very late at night, uh, that he resigned his contract with the WWE. And all caps, everyone was excited about this. I was I, super I think, excited. Yeah, I know. I know you were super gutted that he was. Uh, I guess he was having a contract dispute, from what I've heard in the scuttlebutt in the in the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has resigned. I honestly think that Oni is is a great. And I said it the uh, the other week that uh, he'd be a great loss if if they did lose him. So I'm glad that they were able to figure things out. I agree. I think he has a lot of upside, and we haven't even barely touched what he has to offer in the WWE. And I think he is more than you know just a great worker in the ring. I think he's someone who definitely every time he's been put in a big match situation, he's connected with the fans. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to just kind of him moving forward here in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no, no clue on where he's going to end up at. Um, I would imagine that if he tried to make a lateral deal and, and, and get re-signed, I would imagine, hey, put me on the main roster, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, 205 Live, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, that's a show that runs intermittently. That's a show that runs around the, the same amount of times that the Spot Callers runs every single month. Well, <laughs> I mean, it really is now. It's like, oh, we're not having it this Friday. Come back next Friday or something along those lines. And all the cruiserweights will be mad on Twitter and they'll just be like, damn, bro, showed up here on Friday for nothing. <laughs> um, we have another coming. We, it's not on this list. We have another coming. Yeah, well, go ahead. It was announced last week on WWE Backstage. Oh, yeah. The Shaman of Sexy, John Morrison, is officially back in the WWE. And see, when stuff like that happens really, really late, it happens after we record the show. So, like, I think the only text I had to you was uh, John Morrison back, and then you sent a really snarky gif, and I said, man, you're wild. <laughs> I'm not a fan of John Morrison, especially if he's going to come back as the same guy he was 15 years ago. Like, and he, on the, quite frankly, on the independence, he's the same guy he was 15 years ago. Granted, a little bit more athletic, a little bit more smarter to the ring, a little bit more seasoned as a veteran. But to me, there's no distinction. He is, it is the same thing as bringing a Shelton Benjamin or, a, um, you know, who else did they bring back? Um, Kurt Hawkins or anything yeah. of the rather. It's not yeah. anything that kind of, he hasn't kind of reinvented himself like maybe a Drew McIntyre did or maybe, you know, anybody else did he's kind of just just the same guy i think that he would be a great I, honestly you know a lot of people keep saying nxt i don't think he should go there i don't think so either um they're good i think they are good over there with anyone else coming like the roster nxt has is perfect i think this is their best roster probably ever honestly yeah and honestly he's best He's best friends with Ziggler and Miz I, and, and Hawkins. I, I mean, not Hawkins, but Ryder. I highly doubt he goes to NXT when all of his friends are on the main roster. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming some his friends played a large part in why he decided to sign back. Because, you know, we, there was news a couple months ago that he was re-signing and then he kind of squashed all those rumors. And it was still determined after his TNA, you know, his entire TNA run, like what he was going to actually be doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, uh, he figured it out. And, and I'm glad he did. I think he again, more talent is is is, is good talent. I just hope that he uh, figures things out a lot more than than Matt Hardy, who has had some real kind of confusing tweets. I'd say today. What is he doing this time? So I'm I'm, I'm very wishy washy on Matt Hardy. I don't. So, I'm not. Yeah. Go ahead. So about an hour ago, uh, he tweeted. I needed to return to WWE to finish in the right way. I didn't want 2010 to be my finale. I returned in the most epic way and repaid my debt. 
I wave the WWE flag with pride and work hard to be a model employee. My conscience is clear and I am at peace. He goes on to continue. A few notes. Oh, and this is in reply to someone. Uh, I'm very, I'm actually very healthy right now. I did not semi-retire. I could have still been working at that time. And I, I guess he's talking about the time where he was out for a couple of months after. And he became uh, like an agent or something, right? Yeah. Or, and, and or producer. I, I think when Bray left, he left, right? Like when Bray stopped. Yeah. Essentially. Leave. Essentially. Yeah. Um, I am always down to put talent over, but I am not in that phase of my career. I have much, much more to offer to the industry. Do you really? <laughs> how much I, are we? How much are we want from Matt Hardy? As much as he has to offer, how much of that do we actually want? I don't want to see him with a title. I don't want to see him with the tag titles again. You got to think when he came back, they gave him the tag titles off rip, off rip, and I understood and, that. And, and and you get it. And then they they were together off rip. They gave him his little TNA cosplay. Uh, they gave Jeff his his time in the sun. Jeff, you know, obviously I still has, think Jeff has a lot more to contribute than that. I, I don't think Jeff has a lot more to contribute anymore either. I, I think that Jeff is actively like he will always be the most popular guy in the room if you put him against anyone. Yeah. But I think as far as in ring, we saw that last run. It, it, it was very, very like this, the Nakamura matches themselves. Like it was not great. No, I mean, it wasn't great, but I still think just in terms of our overall presence on the roster, I still, I still think he adds something. I remember he wasn't using the Swanton Bomb as much. Um, yeah. He would only use it on special occasions just because of the wear and tear on his body. And that makes sense because for the last 20 years, man, it's been going through tables, jumping off ladders and getting headshots with chairs and stuff like that. So I, I completely understand that. But, you know, I feel like just in general, I mean, in terms of Matt Hardy and himself, um, there's not much to offer. And I think not, not that he's sort of kidding himself, but I think he doesn't have much to offer in the WWE currently, perhaps. And especially in the role that he, I don't know if he wants to become an active competitor, but it, to me, it's like, why? Like mm-hmm. it kind of understand where you're at. And I'm sure he wants to do like what Ric Flair does is like wrestling into his sixties and all this other stuff like that. But you got to understand, like, the man already has had all types of hip surgery, so many different yeah. different things going on to him. Like, And then also, it's like his character itself. It's like rehabilitating that character and taking away from time that you could be using for younger talent to, you know, enhance them. Like, it's kind yeah. of, you know, I think Matt Hardy's run in 2017, 2018, whenever the broken Matt Hardy thing was, um, was a great way to go out because it was kind of under his own creative control. And let's leave it like that. You have a Hall of Fame career already. Why more? Like, really, not why more, but, like, you've yeah. said enough. I, I think he said enough. And there are already people that um want him to go to AEW. And I'm like, don't you guys think they have enough – people on their roster that are younger than 40 that deserve that type of shine. <laughs> I think, you know what? I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea just cause I can see Matt doing it anyway. Cause he's a journeyman. The man has been everywhere. He's approached and uh, actually, I don't even know of Japan. Um, he's kind of a journeyman along the United States and he kind of wants to experience new things. And I think AEW give a refresh and a restart to his career that he wants. So if he's seeking being able to contribute more going to a place where he's relatively unknown and his resume itself is completely clear. I think that's probably the, the best for him in terms of what he wants to do. But, you know, 
that's a WCW move to me. Like that's a like yeah. I'm gonna just go here. Like just go back to Impact. You could do wild Impact be doing some wild stuff. He could do that there. He could wrestle Tessa. Exactly. He <laughs> what well, I said last night, like walk like 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 during during Raw, like Matt walks like he has like doo-doo in his pants. Like yeah. I, I don't want to see that in any I don't I just don't want him to hurt himself at this point. I mean, it's far beyond that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I just hope that it gets figured out. I know he doesn't want to produ- be a producer, but again, it's it's tough to say no and and walk away from this this you know this life. You know, the cheers, all of that stuff. It's very hard to walk away from. Mm-hmm. Um, and now for some exits: Sin Cara, The Ascension, Luke Harper were granted their releases uh, on Sunday from the WWE. They're gone. Um. They're gone. I mean, this is what Sinkara wanted. I think he's ready. He's ready for the next chapter in his career and feels like he has more to offer. And that kind of makes more sense considering, you know, his youth and his age. But he's contributed, contributed all of the things. The Ascension, I don't know what they've been doing. I mean, <laughs> it's just <laughs> catering. I don't know what, man. They've just been chilling. To be honest with you, um, what was it? His was Connor. Connor's been in WWE for a long ass time. Yeah, a long ass time, and it's so weird to me that he stayed there that long. And you know, he's um, he's he's gonna be forty in a couple months. I'm looking up, um, and to stay there a couple long and don't have him feel like you've contributed anything and probably close to half a decade right like mm-hmm. they were they they debuted on the main roster in december 2014 so that means they have not been in the nxc which was their prime years for over half the decade they haven't contributed anything at all so for him to actually stay and kind of feel that way to me it's much more telling of like i don't know it's just <laughs> telling that like yo what do you really want do you continue to want to work for this like what are we really doing you kind of really sat there for six years and kind of just like wallowed in you know mediocrity um money's good the money is great that's probably it to be honest with you it's, it's <laughs> a, he's been a, he was in the wwe for nine years um i wonder what's going to happen next that's what all i can say Sure. Uh, the, <laughs> the the real winner here, not winner, but the real, you know, I guess the real blue chipper. The uh, one that people support the most in terms of this decision, yes. Absolutely. Luke, Luke Harper, uh, Brody Lee, we, we knew or we saw that um, we saw that he had uh, trademarked his name a couple of days before this had happened. So I'm pretty sure he got clued in that it was going to happen. And uh, he, he's gone. And he's an extremely talented wrestler, extremely talented guy, probably one of the, from what I hear and what everyone says, one of the nicest guys, um, you know, in the company, in the business itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish, I think we both do, we wish him the best. Now, I think he might be AEW bound, but selfishly, I want him to, I want him to, to go face Tanahashi or Okada or something like that. Like that is, that's something that I, I would love to see. I think he can do both, but I think at the same time, to be honest with you, I would hope he would um, 
before he jumps in AEW's hands and let them handle how they're going to treat his career, I would rather him go on his own and kind of journey mm-hmm. on his own and figure out uh, who he is again and what he contributes and exactly what he can bring to a roster as opposed to the you know AEW saying like this is what you're going to do for us. He's saying what can I do for you guys like with what that I everything that I have. So I mean Brody Lee to me, um, you know, fantastic run in WWE. I yeah. mean, he's, intercontinental he's, champion, intercontinental champion, tag team champion, wrestled at WrestleMania. Just is one of his last major matches, wrestling against Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, in a fantastic match. Um, I think he'll be back in the WWE eventually. Oh yeah, for sure. Whether it be like a producer or something, like let no, him. I get think he'll butt. just be back as a wrestler. I don't know. It's weird. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. As much as this run never kind of worked out, I do think he'll be back one day. It's weird considering, yes, he's also almost 40. He'll be 40 in less than a week. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, what a birthday present for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's happy. But I think he'll be back. I don't know why I want to say that, but I do. I just do. Well, hopefully he's back when he doesn't have to get shuffled into a freaking stable or something like that where he's always been in WWE like he's able to do it on his own yeah um, he's always been like the 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 big bad the the final boss or something like that in, in a stable like I I never liked that I've always you know thought that he was one of the most athletic and really just super talented yeah he's, just everything he's, no go ahead like that that ladder match he had with Dolph Ziggler uh, for the IC title from a long time ago, where they killed themselves, to, <laughs> and it was like one of the best. I forgot what pay per view was on. I feel like it, was it was TLC. It was TLC. Yeah, like they killed themselves on that in that IC title match, and I was like, that that was one of like the best matches I had seen that year, and I wanted to see more of that from him, but they just they put him on the sidelines. I, I thought he was even excellent in the in the Bludgeon Brothers, and I, I don't know why they just ended that abruptly like that. But yeah, I think it was because of injury or something along the lines. Oh, yeah, he's a he's been you know. He's been typecasted in this sort of role. And stuck a, with Eric Rowan. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. But, you know, um, greener pastures, everything's better. Everything's moving forward. We all support you. It's very rare that everyone on the internet, at least, supports the same guy leaving the WWE, mm-hmm. WWE fans and AEW fans and all types of wrestling fans alike. So um, you can tell he's a very special guy. So, yeah. Best of luck to Luke Harper. Um. Some departures, but not fully releases. Uh, just uh, announced. Yeah, just, just announced today. Uh, Robert Roode and Primo uh, Cologne were suspended for 30 days for failing the wellness test. Now Ryan Satin got this story hours before WWE, who just reported on it about 40 minutes ago, uh, even tweeted about it. So uh, it's not said. I wonder if he. Heard, I wonder if they heard it from Ryan Satin. <laughs> that would be fucked up, wouldn't it? No, they, I think they probably knew. I mean, it's it's been clear. It's probably been clear to them for a minute. They've been, they've had to, they, they come back on January 9th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that's why Robert Rude wasn't on SmackDown because they probably told him, like, go home and whatever, like, don't come back or some shit like that. Really? So he wasn't on SmackDown. No, he wasn't. He wasn't in, he wasn't that guy under the ring holding the leg. Was he? <laughs> It was, I don't know. He's not supposed to be there. <laughs> We're not supposed to show him. <laughs> That would be what funny as oh, shit. That would be funny. I because I, I it was it was definitely it's supposed to be suspended. <laughs> actually, you know what? I think he was on SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown is blur to me. SmackDown's a blur to me, man. SmackDown is pretty terrible. Consistently terrible. The ending we, we'll talk about it when we get to the predictions, but the ending to me, whew, 
one of the worst, in my opinion. Um, but Robert Rude, wow, who would have thunk it? And Primo Cologne didn't even know he still took a drug yeah. test. Does he even go to work? I mean, like, what's, what is you would have, he would one would inquire you would have to go to work to receive drug testing. So he could have just not answered the phone and he would have been good. I mean, I think he's good nonetheless. It's weird. Um, I mean, not much to report here. They're, they're just gone. Um, they're just gone for 30 days. You know, it's been a while since we had one of these. Um, big loss. I'll say that. Big, big loss. loss to the company. Remember that time Roman got popped and everyone was like, what the, what's going on? That's crazy. I do remember that. And then Roman like made a statement like, listen, man, I was taken. But do you think that that had to do with what was, what was going on with him that we didn't know about? That um, It may be. It may have been. It may have been. Right? No, that would have been. You could be able to ask him. In our yeah. second interview, we gotta we gotta we gotta do a second interview with Roman Reigns. We need answers to these questions. I'm not I'm not asking him that. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Let I'm me ask him about questions. I'm not asking him about his wellness violation. <laughs> what? Why not? Let's give him a chance. Everyone has people have answered it before. He, he's people already said released, he released a statement about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. We didn't know then. We didn't have context then. I mean, we'll see what happens. We probably won't ask him. I don't want to be like, was it about your cancer? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> why'd you make it sound like that? No, I don't want to ask him. See, because uh, I have to make it sound like I'm like a, a shyster. That's my shyster. <laughs> Is it about your, your cancer? Melty, that's your melty voice. Your little... Oh, no. Mel- Meltzer's voice around Roman Reigns is silence. Because <laughs> he's, he's rhymes with wussy uh next thing up on the on the on the agenda ach quits wrestling have you believe it but whatever let me just say can i can i get my apologies they're not gonna yeah probably i don't think you're gonna get it but yeah you can (laughs) request i need my i need my apologies because what did i say i said He's asking us to do a hashtag and and putting his thing his, his Abby black and white. That seems a little fishy to me. I got called all types of names. People threatened to fight me, milled over over this horse. I remember shit. it. I was there. Mostly white people, but I got threatened. To, I got threatened to come down to to dance and, and fight someone because I thought that this was this was all BS and. It slowly revealed itself to be BS, and now everyone that was rioting and, and doing all this are now acting like they they knew from the jump that it was garbage, even though they were peddling their products <laughs> and peddling their shows along yeah. with this guy's mental collapse. Like, everyone, yeah, everyone's kind of taking a back seat. It's very, very interesting to see all this go on, but you know, um, I mean, we we decided, hey, we should just take a step back and everyone kind of look at this for what it is at the moment. And I mean, now he's quit wrestling. Well, honestly, if wrestling is so toxic and has brought so many of these different problems to you, maybe it's for the best. Yeah. Maybe it's for the best. I don't think he's quit, but he signed. I don't think he quit, ML- yeah. But, he signed yeah. to MLW, who abruptly took, took him off all of their shows right after he announced this. I would have, um, I would have too. <laughs> and he's been on Twitter way more sporadic and and strange than usual, uh, flirting with Kayla Braxton on Twitter, uh, saying slightly racial. I won't say fully racial, but slightly racial things about Spanish people and stuff like that. Like he's just 
I hope the guy gets help. I, I don't really have much to say unless something really huge happens. This will probably be our last time talking about him. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to bring him up because I was I was wanting to say I, I, w- I would like I would like the people that um got on me for saying maybe we should wait and see because this is this has the shirt hasn't been mentioned in two months. Hey, the shirt had Mills. The shirt hasn't been mentioned in two months. Hey, it was never about the shirt. It started about the shirt. I it started about the shirt. I, I wouldn't say it was not, never about the shirt, but it definitely it started, started about the shirt. Some started, people's intentions definitely, um, some people's intentions weren't, you know, strongly enough about the shirt. I mean, I think certain people, in terms of how they sort of handled this entire situation, took um, advantage of the situation and took advantage of the people, and especially took advantage of wrestling fans because they know wrestling fans are some of the most rowdy and, you know, evocative and sort of uh, people who t- will take the kind of any take um, and yeah and they kind of took advantage of that and you know the result is what the result is and the entire wrestling world has moved on I think we should as well um, but you know we just employ people to implore people not employ we don't employ anybody we implore people to actually take a step back and take care you just think for themselves and don't really think of, you know, stop trying to overthink a lot of these things or over just before you think, like react, stop the reacting first. The reacting first is always a problem, to be honest with you. Yeah, so, but they can't help it. They can't help it, bro. They, it's they just, just, I don't know, some of wrestling. Yeah, they, they cannot help to just react because they, they got to get the takeoff first. That's all it is. But, uh, yeah, that that is there with uh, ACH. Let's get to my favorite, my favorite portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Do we still have time uh, for this? Oh my god! Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm, I will, I will delete everything else off this run sheet if we want to get to talk about this. Uh, it is time for Kana chat. Okay, Kana There's chat. A lot of a lot of movement. She um, retweeted you last week. Yeah, she retweeted us. She retweeted uh, RNT. Listen. So shouts out to shouts out to all the Oscar fans, uh, wrestling fans that that listened to us uh, last week and possibly came back this week uh, to listen to the A show from uh, Oscar's recommendation because of Kana Chat. She's such a great and supportive. Uh, we did get a bunch of listeners. That kind of just I was like, why is the show so much more listeners? Yeah, it's because the A and the A show stands for Oscar. Yep the the Oscar show. You know we love Oscar. Um, shout out to Oscar, but Kana Chat. Uh, this week, very, very busy on, on her on her end. Uh, she was on a show for, on, on Complex that they, they, they just premiered a couple of weeks ago called uh, Gucci Gang. I want to say it's Gucci Gang. I Gucci don't want to say Sorry. Go, sorry, Gucci. It's Gucci. I have no idea. To be honest with you, I don't know fully how. I just want to. I think it's Gucci Gang. It's Gucci. It's Gucci. Okay. I went to like one of their. I went to like their upfront a couple of like a month ago and they, they had kind of shown. Uh, a, a preview reel of this and she was on it and I said oh crap I wonder when it comes out and it came out uh, today you uh, know what I like the, I like the multicultural stance of this entire thing yeah I, I really I liked it and I thought that Oscar gave a lot more uh, in depth of why she started wrestling um, and you know that I've never heard before like I don't think anyone's asked Oscar <laughs> have a long Question. form interview. <laughs> yeah. Long form interviews with Oscar. And I think WWE doesn't purposely sit around on interviews because of, I mean, they'll sit around on interviews in Japan, of course. Yeah. But like, 
in terms of just interviews, like with just people, just in general, about mm-hmm. like her upbringing and all the other stuff, I think maybe people feel like the language barrier is too tough. But she's an interesting person. This is yeah. why we have Kana Chat, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think Asuka is, is one of the most interesting people on the roster. But um, she mentions like her, her love of sushi and, and how sushi uh, places in Japan, they're open until 2 and 3 a.m. And after her matches, she'd go get sushi. And she, one thing I did mention, I don't know if you got to this part or you you, um, you remember it, but she um, talks about her, her routine, her workout routine. And she says that she has to get lean on the four days that she has matches. But on the other three, she's trying to, you know, eat as much as she can or eat the foods that she wasn't supposed to eat on those four days. But she says that she tries to keep a little bit of fat on herself for bumps. And I thought that yeah. was really I thought it was really intriguing to get how. Um, you know, I don't really hear a lot about how the women prepare. You hear a lot about the men. They super bulk up and they, they get all these muscles and that helps them. But it was interesting to hear Asuka say, you know, she kept fat on her body just so because she said if she wasn't, the bumps would be too hard for her to take. No, I mean, that's been, a, to be honest with you, that's been a case with a, a lot of not only just the men, but the women. And I think it's a to for me, I visually see it and I've seen it for quite some time, especially with a lot of women's transitions from NXT to WWE. NXT, you're kind of working maybe, well, they before they used to work once a month and then like every three months, a big show. So they didn't really have to have a lot of weight on them. Yeah. But as you see people transition to the WWE, you see the Bailey, you see the Becky Lynch, you see the Charlotte Flairs. You look at them when they're in NXT and they're tiny compared to now because they need the sides and they need the mass to be able to sustain all these different things coming towards them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm happy that she pointed that out. Yeah, that is a major fact that I think gets lost on people in terms of just everything body-wise with the WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but I love I love the episode. Uh, check it out on Complex's channel on YouTube. It's called... Uh, first We Feast on the First We Feast channel. Oh, I'm, oh my God, it is on First We Feast. Uh, but it's called Gochi Gang. It's really good. Um, and, and the food looked amazing. She, and speaking of sushi... On this week's episode, I didn't watch the Monroe episode. It's 24 minutes. I just couldn't do it. I don't think she will want us to either. On this week's episode of Kanachan TV, she makes sushi. Listen, synergy. talk about the brand synergy right there. Right Come there. On. Come on, man. She knew what she was doing. Go ahead on, girl. Oscar yes, uh, makes sushi from scratch. I know, Mills, that you know that when I watched this, I was like, you know what? I can do that. <laughs> so did you? Uh, I haven't yet. Uh, I, I looked at everything she was doing. I think I might try and make sushi. Probably. For okay. Christmas. All right. Sushi yeah. for Christmas. It's a new Davis tradition. <laughs> she, it looked really good. Like she's very, very good at just kind of explaining things and then showing you her mishaps. And I think that it's really cute and funny when she does have a mishap because, you know, of course you have the, the animation that goes along with it, but it ends mm. up working out in the end. And she's just like, hey, it tastes really good. Easy peasy. Easy freaking peasy. So in terms of all of the Kana, uh, Chan TV, Asuka content this week, I give both of them thumbs up. I I would implore all of you guys to go check it out this week. Asuka.gift thumbs up. So... Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, shout out to Oscar. We're, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna holler at you and shout shout you out as well. Kana Chan TV, my favorite uh, YouTube wormhole to go down. And next week on Kana Chan or Kana Chat, Mills, let's go back to one of to like an older episode of of Kana Chan TV. I'll send you the link. This is by far the most effort that we put in in any recurring segment for <laughs> quite it's some so time. Fun. It's so freaking. I agree. Fun. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's, it's great. You know what? I respect it. Year-end kind of year-end kind of kind of celebration, kind of chat. Yeah, and speaking okay. of, speaking of Kana and Oscar, uh, Charlotte, 
<laughs> I see what you did there, but not really. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, they're, they're, they will, you know what? They will forever be linked as far as careers. They will of forever course. be linked for, forever. I um, think so as well, yeah. There was an argument uh, based off of a, a group of tweets uh, that were started from the Corey Graves podcast um, where he mentioned that he felt as though Charlotte was she, – she meant the least that she had ever meant before in the company at this point uh, in her career. Uh, she just kind of seemed like she's going through the motions, which I disagree with. I mean, I don't know if he was watching Raw when he saw that handicap match, but she definitely was on point there. But again, like I said just a couple seconds ago, she and Oscar are very much linked, and they ve- their chemistry is off the charts. Like, you can put them in the ring for two minutes, and you'll get something really cool. Mm-hmm. But um, – I wanted. I posed this question last week, and I, and I wanted to bring it to this episode. Is Charlotte being devalued? And I think, in a lot of ways, in some ways, yes. I think she doesn't need to get the belt that many times. I don't think she needs ten reigns right now. I think that she. I think her winning the belt just to get someone over when she loses it. I don't think that works all the time. I don't. I definitely don't think it's working with Bailey right now. But I don't think she's being devalued because just of her t- her tenure on the company, like. She won the, the, the new belt, the, the, the first women's championship they made, uh, got to retire the Divas belt, uh, main event at WrestleMania. She, she's, she's won the title 10 times. She went undefeated like on every pay-per-view ever for like a year. Like She's like one of the most you know, decorated com- women in the company next to, well, Becky's going to get there, but next to Asuka. Mm-hmm. I think, quite honestly, if you have a conversation about Charlotte being devalued, to me, if I'm another woman on the roster, I'm so mad. Because it's like, you know how many sort of situations, how many times, and it's not just, you know, the, the powers that be control everything. It's not Charlotte's own doing. So it's not like Charlotte's putting herself in a position to be great. It's the powers that be that putting her in a position to be great. But to say that she's undervalued kind of undermines all the other contributions and the lack thereof of the other women on the roster who would love to be in Charlotte's spot. They are the ones who have an argument to be devalued. It's like yeah. all the things that you said. Charlotte has been in the main event of WrestleMania. She has won the women's championship 10 times. That more times than she's probably ever needed. Um, even just this year alone, I think she's held the She's had two reigns this year alone and probably have held them for a combined maybe a like month. not even a month. I would probably say like two and a half weeks. She she held it from one show from WrestleMania to another thing. Maybe it's about a month. Like maybe like three weeks, four weeks or so. But yeah, like at this point she's being afforded so many opportunities and you know she works very hard for it we're not understating the fact that her effort i mean you saw the handicap match itself even the wrestlemania main event which may not have been as popular with um you know wrestling fans yeah but is she she's even she works hard in that she's earned where she's at at this point well rather that she's because she was she was going to be given whatever she was at, nonetheless. I think, in my opinion, like whether she was good, I mean, she, whether she, she was good or not, she would have been in this position nonetheless. But I think she's done a great job rising to the occasion to meet that standard that she's being put at. Yeah, I I think that she before Becky came around, she absolutely like we forget a year ago or almost two years ago, it was going to be Charlotte Ronda. There, yeah. was no, there was no way around it. It was going to be those two. And then yeah. everything, you know, all of the extenuating circumstances happened. And I, I've been saying this forever. We, everyone needs to give Charlotte her flowers now for what she did in that program to get Becky and Rhonda over. Mm-hmm. 
she gave a lot that she didn't have to do and put a lot more people down, including Asuka, in order to get there. And I'm pretty sure, like, humanly, she might not have wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially not with Asuka, who I know that, she, you know, she's even said she has so much respect for. Her. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like she did. She goes out and does what she has to do, whether it be losing the title, winning the title, taking the heat for Becky and Ronda. She does that. And I think that she does a, a, a tremendous job at it. Now, being devalued, what's wrong with having other women at the top? Yeah. To be honest with you, I think, honestly, my still my booking for the next WrestleMania should be a fatal four-way between the, the four horsewomen. And, you know, I don't know how that happens, considering they're both on both brands. But quite honestly, Sami Zayn is now on both shows. So it's like, I don't even think it's that far-fetched. The, the but, stupidest <laughs> thing they have ever done. <laughs> I applied for my managerial license. This sounds like some Paul Heyman cap, but it is what it is. I don't um, even, at the end of Raw, I'm sorry to even diverge here. I don't even know what, at the end of Raw, are we even thinking, is he going to show up next week? Do we know? Like what? I have no idea, but cap. Um, but... I think in this idea, um, because, I mean, as long as those four women are on the show, they're a constant fixture on the show. They have been for the last four years. I think this Fatal 4-Way is a good way to say, let's end this chapter and let's really transition to the next group of women. And you look at a women like the Rhea Ripley's and the Bianca Belair's, the Osha Rye's, even the Ruby Riot's, the, you know, the, 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 the Nikki Cross's, all these other people who need to be in this position as well and and you know it's a shame haven't reached that pinnacle because it's kind of been so the the forefront has always been these four women that mm. contribute a lot so then i get it again i get why they're at the forefront there are the women that a lot of like women like indy hartwell and, and the people you know the women that are coming up in the pc right now they look up to them which is mm-hmm. insane but you know well like one thing i will say it's going to get to a point that if you keep beating Charlotte, it's going to mean less when you have, when you're trying to get somebody over by beating her. I will say that. Yeah. I still yeah. think, I, I still think beating Oscar is a big deal by comparison, you know, like beating Oscar is still a big deal. Cause she loses so infrequently throughout the year. She's pinned so infrequently throughout the year. Right. Beating Charlotte. I mean, Bailey's beat her. Becky's beaten her. Like a lot of people have beaten Charlotte this year. And I will say that like, I think it does. You will get diminishing returns from it, but being devalued, absolutely not. Like Corey Graves is probably just overreacting. Yeah, I think so as well. I think so. Um, Charlotte will be on his show this week. Actually, it now moves to Thursdays. Um, so you can listen to that after you listen to this. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so uh, you ready to talk about TLC? Let's talk about it. We got a lot of events that have happened that may not even be reflected on this card, but it is what it is. Well, I guess the biggest event that I don't think is going to be on this card, because, I mean, they're they're probably just going to do, maybe do a segment. But Seth is uh, does have a broken pinky right now, so I don't know if they would want to. Oh, really? Do. Yes. He, he, huh. had, he mentioned it in passing on Raw that he had a broken hand. It came out today that it's a broken pinky that he got last weekend. So they're, they're keeping him away from all things uh, physical. And I don't know if you noticed on Raw, he had, he, his fingers were wrapped. Oh, that was that was. I thought it was some cool yeah. heel, <laughs> cool heel attire. <laughs> uh, but, but Seth did turn heel on Monday Night Raw, aligning himself with the AOP. 
um, and against Kevin Owens. I think that it was a tremendous segment. I did like that they didn't make it the end of the episode. I liked that they had it throughout the episode. I have mm-hmm. to say, honestly, I've really been enjoying Raw, other than like a couple stupid things they did with this Kevin Owens thing. I thought the show as, as a whole, like it utilized pretty much everyone they have on that roster, other than the women, of course, but <laughs> everybody on the roster. It feels like they have an actual like cast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you yeah. have they have a cast of guys that they're using frequently and frequently, but still like everyone plays their roles. You know, various people get highlighted. You mean you see the Umberto Curio Andrade match, which was amazing. Um Alistair Black, Akira Tozawa. Also very good. So crazy. <laughs> Viking Viking Raider Street Profits, also very good. It feels like they have an actual strong cast that they're using, and it kind of it feels like Raw is being utilized in the best way it's been in quite some time. I mean, every year around this time, we're complaining about how we're just going through the motions. Let's just get through TLC, and we're almost at the Royal Rumble. And this, you know, here we're like, we're actually enjoying it. I mean, yeah. once again, yeah, can't say the same for SmackDown. SmackDown is trudging through the mud or the dog food or whatever the fuck it is right now. <laughs> like, we, you know, we, we just, it's just good. It's yeah. just good. Even the handicap match, great as well for right. exactly what they did and what they established. And I know we'll get to that eventually, but like everything that they're doing right now is improving or it's furthering a lot of things. And that's kind of all that I asked for. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy Raw. I did enjoy this episode as well. I think that I think that uh The Jobber for Eric Rowan. Oh yeah. They they well well Raw has jobbers. Or not jobbers, but Raw has guys that can get beat. Let's say that. Like yeah. SmackDown doesn't have guys on that show that can be beat. Like I, you know, we have Akira Tozawa, we have Cedric Alexander, we have all these guys on on Raw. I wouldn't have given I wouldn't have had the Street Profits be beaten. Um, that early that's one that's another gripe that i had a, a couple again a couple weird things from the show but everything just seems like okay i can expect to see akira next week i can expect to see Drew next week and they're being used in different ways and mm-hmm. i really do like the ray mysterio aj feud i think that it's it's actually produced some one, some of aj's best matches yeah. in the last year like I, I think that ray is on a tear right now and they would be crazy to take that title off of him and they didn't um so speaking of raw and TLC, first match on, on TLC, Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a tables match. I feel like it could have been a lot, a lot more of an extreme sort of thing, but it should have been a should have been a get your gun match. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> the last man standing match would have been fire, but I guess we're at TLC, so it's kind of like you you do what you got to do. Even a chairs match, I wouldn't be. I would understand that a little bit, but a tables uh, match, getting a uh, get your gun <laughs> match. Turn that up. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. This has been an incredibly disrespectful feud thus far, but has been quite entertaining if you're a fan of it. Attempted murder match. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you about this match. What's up? Do you think Lana goes through a table? Yes. And I think that I think that would be the reason why the match doesn't end. I don't think we're going to get a finish here. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I think, I think that it'll, it'll, she'll go through the table. I think Bobby and Rusev will both stop fighting and then they'll worry about her. And I think and we're going to get another month. Tag team cuck, cuck, cuck team. That would be insane, but that would be so Paul Heyman ECW to do. Oh, yeah. I'm expecting it. I'm half but, expecting it. I'm like 45% also, expecting it. But also, I don't think they want to ruin Rusev like that. I think he's one of the biggest baby faces on the roster right now. And I would like 
it's so funny that there is no real place to to put him as far as titles right now because i don't think u.s titles in his in his future i don't think brock is in his future either mm-hmm. but there's got to be some type of like runner-up title hey well, speaking of titles we're the 24 7 at shit i mean <laughs> i don't know being defended in a, in a damn corporate office or something like that i don't know who it's, has it it's, i think it's truth again I think Truth has it. He lost it to the NASCAR guy, I think, and that's the last I remember seeing it. But um, it's oh, a right what if you know? I think in terms of just the future of Rusev, it's our truth. Our truth has it. He won it on the second. If uh, if this ends up where both of them have to kind of leave, one has to leave the roster. I think one of them should definitely go to SmackDown for sure. Uh, I think Bobby should go. I think Bobby should do. I mean, there's not a. They could use they could use Alana and Bobby on SmackDown. It yeah. would be separating Rusev and Lana, which I think is the opposite of what they want to do. But fresh matchups there. Yeah, I agree. Fresh matchups there. Um, um, who do we think I, is going to win? I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, no win. result. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to win this match. Um, next up, Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy in the I, I want to say potential show stealer, definite show stealer. Uh, I think there are other matches on this show that could definitely do that as well. But this Love is a mid card feud. Everyone is ex- this is the everyone is expecting this match the bang match <laughs> on love, the show. I love a good mid card feud. Just one 100%. that's just like it's a comfortable, no stakes, no n- nothing that we have to really kind of worry about. We kind of have an idea who's going to win, but we know the match is going to bang anyway. And both of these guys are getting time; they're getting wins on the show. Buddy Murphy has, you know, his win loss record on Raw is 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 much better than it was on SmackDown. Alistair Black. Is, damn near probably defeated undefeated at this point um it it all kind of depends but i I like this match i'm looking forward to seeing this match i hope they don't pre-show it um no no no. there's only six matches announced so yeah but that doesn't mean we can't get more i doubt that the way they've pushed this that they would push that they would they would they would put leo rush on there before they would do this these two interesting you're right they would put the new day there before they put these two Honestly. This is also true. This is also true. Um, obviously, I think we can say Alistair Black is. I think I, I think Alistair is going to win. I think this is going to go into his uh, Royal Rumble campaign. Yeah. Um, I think there are big, big plans for this guy, and I think that after this feud, they're they're going to put him in overdrive, and I can't wait to see where they go. Where? What are we doing with Brock for Mania? Is it? It can't be Kane, right? <laughs> it's got to be Kane. Nah. It, can't, it can't be Kane right now. Well, Kane, Kane had knee surgery, so I don't think it could be him anyway. Uh, listen, I'm not choosing Kane. So <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't even, don't even bring that up. It's got to be, uh, it'd have to be KO. Wow. KO, yeah. It'd have to be KO. KO? With the way they're going, it's got to be KO. Yeah, right? it'd have to go, he'd have to go through Seth to get to Rumble. Uh, I think him and Seth are going to last for quite a while. I think you would then intersect Seth with maybe Alistair or Ricochet at that point for Mania. Or you have um, the winner be able to just choose whichever brand he wants to do it like they like they used to do in the past. Well, I think this year's winner is going to be Roman. I think you just look at the way they're setting this guy up. Mm. I can I can go for not another Roman Brock match. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think Roman Fiend. I, I mean, I think you want that, too. I think we both want Roman Fiend. I think that's what we want. Is, that's the only guy that's going to be able to beat him. Mm. And then maybe KO wins it in Elimination Chamber or some shit like that. 
Yep, I think that's exactly how it's going to happen. I, I I think that the the KO uh, set thing is going to is going to um, definitely run through February. To mm. be honest, um, as far as this, Alistair Black, Alistair Black, good job, buddy. Uh, buddy Murphy also great job. I think he's been able to show a lot of range here as well, doing cutting promos, yeah, matches. Um, I, I thought the the one promo he had a couple weeks ago, where he knocked on the door and basically called Alistair a punk, and then walked <laughs> away was really good. But uh, yeah, next match. This is something that has a lot of implications for you, Mills. Yes, Bray Wyatt, normal Bray Wyatt versus the Miz. It is so. So I don't know. I'm intrigued by this storyline between these three. Why? I mean, not why, but like, why is this going on? <laughs> what is this going on? This is—is no, is this? Are we preparing a Miz Bryan tag team? Is this what we're doing? Like, I'm still confused of where the Miz and Daniel Bryan continue to intersect every week in this Bray Wyatt thing. Are they going to team up to face they're Daniel gonna, Bryan? They're going to. I mean, the, the Fiend. They're going to try and beat the Fiend together. And I think that they're going to fail ultimately. But I think that the tri- I think the triple threat, you might as well just shoot. That's a shoe in for, for, for a Royal Rumble. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. Um, but I think that you get Bald Brian back. I think Miz, I think Miz loses here somehow to Bray Wyatt. I, I just want to see. I, I think I'm just more interested in seeing how he wrestles, you know, as, as regular Bray Wyatt. He has to be different, like completely different. Yeah, it's, like it's, Fiend already wrestles like, like normal Bray Wyatt. So how is Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt going to wrestle? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think Bray wins this. Uh, I think people are going to shit on it, though. I think people are going to get tired of Bray very soon. You're already seeing it. They're saying he's on the show too much. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I saw from a mile away. There's only, I mean, I continue to preach this every week, but you got to be able to deliver both ends, buddy. And yeah. you're eventually, you know, the lights are going to turn up and not people. People are not going to be as receptive to this as you think. Um, and I think it ends at WrestleMania. And if it doesn't end at WrestleMania, people are definitely going to continue to turn on because people want, people expect this to end at WrestleMania. They, people expect this to end eventually. Well, people, you know, I don't know. They they wanted this. That's all I gotta say. They you you guys wanted this way back in October when you were booing Seth and all that stuff. Like you wanted this. So uh, have at it. We'll we'll see where it goes from here. But I I want to see where where Brian goes with it because I do think Brian might have a, a big match. Um, I see like a very like Shawn Michaels JBL to Undertaker type thing going on here with Brian. Mm. And I think they may be setting him up for a bigger match that we're not even thinking about right now for Mania. Interesting. I can I'll see that. that. I hope so. Uh, the New Day and the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I don't are, really care. I don't uh, care. This is like the 85th match they've had. New um, Day. Just New Day, New Day no offense. I just, you know, no offense to all parties involved. I really, I just don't care. You should have made it a match. Should have made it the tables match, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's no um, situation here. I, I don't even think that would a ladder match suffice here? Could they do a ladder match? Sure. I think that right now New Day needs a, a new character. They need a new character injection. I don't think necessarily turning them heel would be the thing, but um, I think until Xavier gets back and there's no telling when he's going to be back, like maybe like next year, right? Yeah, it's definitely next year. I think they kind of need a new threat, but not like the same. I don't know. They need something. They need different stakes. Maybe something coming between them. Maybe there's a two solo runs at some time. Maybe they, but they need something. They need a new situation. I think they've exhausted all their tag team options in terms of what they can do to add sort of a, you know, drama 
they, they haven't teased the breakup, but I don't think they should ever do that because it just wouldn't make sense. But at the same time, it's like we haven't had, I think, them moving in a direction where they intersect with one another is possibly the next play. And I would say it leads to a breakup, but it's just kind of an understanding. But, but usually in WWE, it leads to a breakup. So I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't, um, they make too much money. Yeah, they need new struggles. They need new struggles is kind of what it is. And it's not going to come from the tag team division, honestly. Yeah, uh, New Day wins here. I don't really, they don't really like have an AOP like challenge here. Nah, <laughs> they don't really have anybody. Or the club. They don't Unless the club. Friggin' heavy machinery turns heel, um, then I don't see anything going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know here. I don't know where they go. They're the, they don't seem to be calling anyone up. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where they, like, Forgotten Sons New Day. I mean, come on. Nah, I'm good on that. I'm yeah. good on that. Yeah, come on. Um, next match: Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match. I know Emil Drew has it's confirmed been- TLC. Yes, it's a TLC match. He oh, said yeah, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They said it right after. Um, oh no, they said it right before SmackDown. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But um, you haven't been a fan of this, 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 this. Feud. I don't think I wasn't I a fan of the movie. ending on SmackDown. I thought the ending on SmackDown was very like it was a bit. I don't. Much. I don't want to say like low brow because it's like who's really under this brow. But it's like I would prefer rock bottom and dog poop over taking guys dumping dog food on a guy to prove a point. And it's not that there isn't a way, another way they could have embarrassed Roman Reigns, and I'm sure they want to like bring out something raw sympathy. in Roman Reigns. So they want sympathy. Yeah, but dog food though, like it, it didn't. The visual of dog food didn't seem like even like because you have to like open every can of dog food. Like to me, the visual of it and everything of it, um, in terms of how it'll's. It looked like it looked like clay. It was a little too wet to be dog food. Let me just it be was clear. so weird to me. It was just so weird. It's like okay, yeah, he's a dog. Do we have to continue harping on this? Yeah. Like, yes, we get it, big dog. But they could have done anything. Quite honest with you, yeah. they could have. I think they don't want to do things with families anymore. They don't want to do things with you know. With but in terms of to fully, in, yeah, they don't. To in terms of fully embarrass a person, I feel like there could have been another way you could have fully embarrassed them, like. But dog food, nah. Shout out to Roman for for doing this angle again, once again. You know, per company guy. Um, I I do know that we know how this is going to end, and it's going to end terribly for Mr. Corbin. Um, I do think this match will be enjoyable. I think when it's time, Corbin does turn up. I think Roman always turns up, um, no matter who it is. Uh, Roman wins here. It starts his Royal Rumble campaign. Well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's I think be, he's gonna be one to watch out for in the Royal Rumble. Mm, as well. I feel like Corbin wins. I'm gonna go Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Corbin in this one. Oh wow, you wilding today, huh? I am wilding. I'm super wilding, but You're going against the grain, huh? Okay. I just feel like Corbin's gonna win. I don't know. Wait, right. Robert Roman Roman is gonna be like on the first SmackDown of the new year or some bullshit like that. Robert Rue won't be under the ring on Sunday, so <laughs> the Ziggs will be. And whoever was under the ring, <laughs> they didn't even explain that. They didn't even mention it. They didn't even, who was that man holding him under the ring? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I think what I think is going to be the main event we'll talk about next. And that is the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte. 
Whew. for the tag team titles. Say what you Whew. will about the, the team up here. Wait, for a TLC match too. Don't undersell any of this. This is all. Oh Banger. my god! Banger. Remember the remember the TLC match they had last year. Oscar and Becky. Do right I remember there. it? What Oscar won? Of course I remember it. <laughs> they're right back there. So, uh, you know, TLC seems to be her her uh, <laughs> her her event, right? Listen, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Kabuki Warriors and kind of the tear and the reinvention of them over the last number of weeks and or months because they have been. In terms of just, we were down on this. In be- I was down on this beginning because I didn't think this was a proper use of Oscar and or Kyrie Sane in terms of establishing ne- either of them. And I think it was off to the wrong start, especially pairing them with Paige and thinking you needed to have a crutch on them for them to get over. Mm-hmm. Whereas both of them are massive personalities in themselves, while they may not speak English as well as others, they are massive personalities in themselves and they can get over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since the heel turn, since Paige, since they started misting Paige, since they included the mist and started really taking their, you know, their in ring to being a lot more physical, um, it's been a complete 180. And they have just been the most prominent figures on the show, and they have caught the eye of two of the biggest women on the roster, um, and Becky and Charlotte. And these put these put both Becky and Charlotte in a different sort of role mm-hmm. as opposed to just they're being the hunted. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're the hunted, even though they're not even the champions who went the last time you heard the champion say, I challenge you to challenge me. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, talk that talk. Make turn, it make sense. Turn Come on. Up. Turn them up. I, I love that. I mean, well, I was getting excited. I was getting excited, boy. <laughs> they jumped him in the hallway. Just, just like whatever, we they out were here. Green, too green. They were all. <laughs> they were off something, man. They were feeling themselves one hundred percent. And you know what? I was here for it because yeah. guess what? It, 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 first of all, one, it makes sense. Two, these four women are badass. So I, I want to see this match. Oscar and Kyrie don't even show up on SmackDown. They don't even At show all. up. Why? Why would we ruin the character and show up on that show? Like. <laughs> Why ruin the mystique and have them try to face Sonya and Mandy? Show up on that garbage, man. Get out of here, man. But uh, this match is going to bang. I, I don't, I don't, I think it could possibly, this and, and the Alistair Black Buddy Murphy match are going to be um, the two matches that I'm looking for. The most. matches is like this is why we're doing our year on show after this pay per view. Because there's always yeah. that one, that one moment that can kind of change everything. And first of all, first ever women's tag team. TLC match. We're still doing first ever for women's, but this is a big deal considering now there are four parties in the ring and they all have to kind of act how they kind of act. This could yeah. go horribly wrong or this can go incredibly right. right. Um, I already know that. I already know that Kyrie saying is with the bullshit. Mm. <laughs> Let's just be clear. I'm we seeing that elbow off of something. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. She does this elbow off of the ladder onto tables outside. First of all, that 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 elbow <laughs> through the table, that I table mean, didn't even exploded. bother to buckle. That shit was like, <laughs> we out. <laughs> that table was like, we out. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is the best shot. They, they, it was probably one of the best shots that they've done all year. Like, I agree. it was really good. And Oscar hyping her up, like, it was so. Turn up, turn that up. I love the Kabuki Warriors, man. They're they're great. They're really good, man. 
Turn that up. I, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, as for the winners, <laughs> I, I, we talked about this earlier uh, today. Uh, I think that well, are the belts the belts are going to be at the top of the of the uh, of yeah the yeah they're going to be they're going to have to climb to the top of the ladder to retrieve. Okay. So no one's going to get pinned, but so that's fair. I do think the Kabuki Warriors are going to win this. And yeah, it's a yeah. different TLC match than the other TLC match, which is kind of good. It's you know at least they give you a different type of finish, and it's not them wacky those wacky WWE 2K20 TLC matches where you get pinned or something and you're not supposed to or something like that. <laughs> I don't want to. Shout out Mark and Cornell. Yeah. Um, I don't need them yeah. glitches in my life. I, th- I think Kabuki's win this. I think I think Asuka uh, re- uh, repays her debt to Becky at uh, Royal Rumble. And uh, I think this starts Becky's uh, Mania campaign and, and Asuka and, and Kyrie. Who knows where they go from there? But I Who think knows? Yeah. Really? Incredibly dominant. So I don't think they'll be out the, the picture. But I do think that just to sweeten the deal, why not? maybe give Oscar a title or something, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know what? Let's keep him strong. I think eventually they do bring, you know, insert a formidable women's tag team, and I think it's probably going to be from NXT or something like that. But, like, I think they they do eventually... I think they're going to remain tag team champions. If I'm picking who's winning this match... Actually, no. I'm picking Charlotte and Becky to win this match, weirdly enough. Really? And I'm gonna say that they eventually switch back and they give it back to the Kabuki Warriors. But what would that? What would Charlotte gain from that? Because it doesn't. What do you seem mean? Like what does Charlotte gain? Another championship? <laughs> 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 what does Charlotte gain? I could have asked me that question what ten but, months ago. <laughs> but just to make them better friends and 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 Charlotte a stronger face, or is no? It, uh, but it's still like they both still don't trust one another enough, and I don't think they could sustain a tag team. I think neither neither of their egos could sustain a very tag team run, and this is kind of a situation where you have, um, you have the opportunity to have the Kabuki Warriors get beat, but not, them not get pinned. Yeah, but you're still give the opportunity in the future for them to sort of repay the favor, even though there's no rematch clauses. I think the rematch will happen eventually, yeah. but. Um, Becky and Charlotte's egos aren't strong enough to sort of sustain this. Well, you, you say that about rematches, but uh, actually AJ just got his. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know what we're doing anymore, but I think, I think you know, we do have the rematch. They win the championships back, and then you kind of like parlay that into Oscar Becky for the Rumble again. This is yeah. just meals, hashtag meals booking. I mean, I, right. I wouldn't be, I'm, I'm not mad at anyone here uh, winning. Let's yeah, just, neither am I. Not mad at anyone here winning. I know the internet will be, but neither am I. Yeah, I don't think that losing the TLC match and not being pinned is something that's bad. I think that it actually protects the loser because they yeah, go that's which is better. That's what I say. Yeah, that's what I say. Um, but let's just talk brass tacks here. Sure. We're at the end of the year, and if Becky does win this, does lose this, whatever, whatever. If Ronda is not coming back, who is Becky facing at WrestleMania? <laughs> Fatal four-way. Fatal four-way. How will they make that work? Just fatal four-way. <laughs> fatal four-way. And I think fatal four-way with Ronda as a special enforcer or referee or something. Now, that's the money. To me, that's how you do it. You do a fatal four-way. I don't know who. I don't know what. Whoever gets pinned, you know, picks whatever championship they win. Or maybe they win both championships and we do that silly ruse again. But, like, I think... All four women are in competition with one another, and we do this again. 
and have but Ronda I, as a referee. That's what I, would, I want to see. I would think hypothetically you'd want to do. You got to give a Sasha Bailey a mania, right? Sasha Bailey would work, but then I also think that's so like. To me, I think if they were heading that Hasn't way... Hasn't been done in four years. Yeah. To me, I think if they were heading that way, they would have started already. I, well, they have time. I mean, I know they still have time, but I feel like they would have started already. And we're not going to start with this potential, because you're probably going to see Bailey versus Lacey. Yuck. Um, at this pay-per-view as well. And I don't think they start here. I think if they were going to do that, they would have started it already. Um, it's possible that, that they can still start. Don't get me wrong; it's possible that they can still start. But I think a feud of this magnitude deserves a time. And usually, for a lot of these feuds heading into Mania, remember Miz versus Shane last year started this around this time where they were winning the tag team championships and all that. So, I think with these big programs, I'm interested to see where it kind of goes. But you know, to me, that's where we kind of go. But I could be wrong. It could end up being fucking Becky versus who? Who? I don't know. Riot. I don't know. Like I, I just don't know what, what there is for her. I, Becky's and, the biggest star, so I think she's going to be put in the biggest situation possible. And I think the biggest situation possible is a fatal four-way. It's different. I, it's new. It's it's just, you well, know. Well, it's not different. They've done a four-way before. Yeah, but, you know, we, more than four years. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, it might have been five it's, years. It's, what, for, for Mania? It was less than that. No, the last one was, um, no, I'm talking about the last Fatal 4-Way with all the four horsewomen in it. Oh, yeah, it was it was Mania. No, because that one had, um, that one had on Nia Jackson in it. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I, I just, I, I'm holding out hope that Sasha wins the Rumble or wins the, the Elimination Chamber, and that's how you get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would mean Bailey would have to be running through Lacey Evans for three months, yeah. which doesn't seem ideal for anyone at this point. Or or Alexa, or, oh no, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss ain't doing nothing right now. She could win the title though. She could realistically win. She's the Rumble a face. Title. Yeah, she's a she's a face right now. I don't know. I can't see her doing anything of any importance as a face. To be honest with you, tag team championships maybe. Team championships, I can see them being in the next contenders up to bat and getting beat. Yeah, getting beat. It would have to get beat. Interesting. I don't know. That was our. That was our. We'll we'll see after this week where we're, where we're gonna go. Um, mm-hmm. That that was our rest. WrestleMania fantasy booking, um, and that was the week in wrestling. I believe meals. Um, I do. Um, I, one more thing. I think oh. there's one more thing. I just remembered it as we were talking. Hall of Fame. Oh yeah! Wow. Why did I forget about that? Cause, cause one of them we don't approve of. I don't yeah, approve of. That is true. But, huh? Um, NWO and Batista are uh, going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I mean, Batista. I think that he even said it last year that he was going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. So I'm not surprised. He's just trying to knock all this shit out. <laughs> yeah, I I, think, I, I, I want to say he saw it. <laughs> I want to say he literally he said it right after the Mania match he's, that he's going to be in the Hall of Fame next year. He's but, really just trying to knock all this out. He was like, "Yo, I'm trying to get all this wrestling thing out of the system. Like, I'm yeah. not even trying to like be around for this. Like, get his bread, get his bread. yeah. Let me get my bread. Let me be out. I'm a Hall of Famer. That's what I do. Uh, and the NWO making uh, making X Pac a two timer. And for what? <laughs> hey. I still don't understand that. Well, it makes sense. Uh, I think 
I think that well, I know Hogan lives in Tampa. I think Kevin Nash does too. So I understand the three members of the NWO. The X Pac thing, I don't understand. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a good guy. He's he's a good company guy. So he could just be in it by himself. He's a great superstar all on his own. He doesn't have to be like tacked on to everybody's. You know, he probably you know. will. He probably will. He probably will. He probably will. Yeah, one day Xbox or not Xbox, but uh, one, two, one, two, three K will probably be in there one day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> One, two, three, three, slash Xbox. They're the same. The same names are like, like you're gonna be asked. I'm like, nigga, you got two. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why you? Come on, man. Oh, maybe two. Well, congratulations to all of them except Hogan. Um, next week, I want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom. So, okay, you ready? you ready to talk New Japan? Okay, we talking. Uh, we previewing WK. Was it 15? It's 13, I believe. 13? 13? We only have 13. Damn. Yeah, not not many, not many. Okay, though. all right. Well, we almost there. Um, but we have a whole bunch of things to sort of uh, talk about. So, look forward to it. Looking forward yeah. to next week. Uh, we oh, of course we will be uh, starting our year end list. So uh, I think I w- I will announce what we're going to be doing and uh, and what categories we're going to be talking about, and we'll see what you guys think. And I would love to read some of you guys' thoughts for, um, you know. What you guys think? Was yeah, the, best the various categories that we have. It's not going to be sort of a voting thing, but we just want to hear what you guys definitely have to say and what you guys think and the arguments that you guys may have. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. I love it. I love a good argument. Uh, so, yeah. And so next week, thank you guys for listening. As always, follow us at RNC Radio. Follow Meals at Meals TV and follow me at OG Johnny Five on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. That's nice. Um, until then, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Happy Reserve Day.